Welcome to Standing Grace with Alan McQuarrie, a ministry of Grace Community Church in Brockville, Ontario. I'm your host, Alex Philippi. We all know life is hard, but Jesus is here for you. He wants to encourage you through his word and remind you that you can always stand in his grace. parent tells their child, go and ask your brother for forgiveness. And he slumps into the other room and grudgingly says, I'm sorry, looking to be forgiven by his sibling. Well, you know what? That's the way children act. And unfortunately, maybe even sometimes adults. But there is joy in giving forgiveness. We have to realize that forgiveness is not meant to be a negative thing. It's not meant to be something that is somehow an obligation that we don't want to do. There is joy in giving forgiveness and providing forgiveness for those who have offended us. Well, on this podcast, I'm going to look at the four joys of forgiveness. And it's taken from Matthew chapter 18, when the Lord told the parable of the unforgiving servant. That is the story where Peter had come to the Lord and said, Lord, how many times must I forgive my brother who has offended me? Up to seven times? That's, that's crazy. Seven. And Jesus says to him, no, I don't say seven, but 70 times seven or 77. This unaccountable number. And Peter, I'm sure, as he stood there, went, are you crazy? I have to forgive somebody that many times, even though they continue to do the same things over and over. Well, what Peter didn't understand was the joy that comes by forgiving. And Jesus tells this parable, the parable of the unforgiving servant, of course, of a master who has a servant, and that servant owes him 10,000 talents, a, a fortune, literally an amount of money that could never be paid. And in that, that servant pleaded with the king and says, I cannot pay it back, but please have pity or mercy and forgiveness on me. And sure enough, the king shows him pity and wipes away that immeasurable debt that could never be paid by that servant. There is no way that that servant would ever be able to pay off that debt. And yet out of pity, out of mercy, out of compassion, the king rips up the IOU note and throws it away saying, it's paid for, it's paid for. You don't owe me the billion dollars or whatever the amount was that is beyond measure. Well, How is there joy in forgiving another person? There's joy in forgiving another person because it reminds me of the amount of forgiveness I have received from the Lord. Now, I always say, you know, think about your own life. Think about that event in your life that you don't ever want to share with anyone else that event in your life that if you could, you would go back in time and and do it over again so that it wouldn't turn out the way it did. And realize that event and all the other events before that and after that have been completely forgiven, washed away, and removed forever from the Lord. 
as far as the east is from the west, and that we, through the blood of Christ, have been made white as snow. And the reason why joy, there is joy in forgiveness is that I am reminded, when I forgive someone else, I'm reminded of the fact how much God has forgiven me. Sometimes I feel ashamed of my past. It still comes up and haunts me. It still flares up occasionally. But all the more, it allows me to appreciate the goodness of God, the grace of God. Now, Paul would say, should you know, we continue to sin that grace may abound? In other words, shall I continue to sin so I'm constantly reminded of the goodness of God? He goes, of course not. But in reality, we are reminded every time we sin how good God is. And when I forgive and show forgiveness to another believer, I'm reminded of how much God has forgiven me. And there's joy in that. There's joy in giving forgiveness. There is joy. Not that we ever go back and say, well, you know, you've, you offended me before, so you know, now you offend me again. But rather, understanding that if I really genuinely forgive someone, I forget and I don't treat them any different. There is complete restoration in the way I treat them and think of them and deal with them. And that's what God has done for you. So I hope that if there are people who you need to forgive, you will do it because you realize joy that you have in a life that has been forgiven. Here's another reason why we need to forgive and why there is joy in forgiveness. And that is, it makes me know that we all fail. You know what? No one's better than anyone else. There is no sin that is uncommon to all men. That parable tells us of that servant who went and found a fellow servant who owed him a hundred denarii, which was like three months worth of, of a salary, something that was a large amount of money, but a manageable amount. It could have been paid off. And he treats him roughly and grabs him by the neck and has him thrown in jail. And he forgets that he too is a sinner saved by grace. One of the joys I have in forgiving people is it reminds me of the fact that we all fail. I'm not better than you are. In essence, you're not better than I am. All of us are a people who have failed miserably in our lives. And we can say that my sin is bigger than your sin, but in God's eyes, sin is sin is sin is sin. It all has the same effect. It separates us from a holy God. And so there is joy in giving forgiveness to another person, another friend of mine, someone else in my church, someone who I haven't even seen in a long time. There is joy in giving forgiveness to them because it reminds me that, you know what? We all fail. And in essence, I'm not really any better. What you did against me may seem horrendous and may seem horrible. It may seem giant in scope. But I fail as well. We are frail people. 
And we need to remember that, that unless the Lord intervenes into our lives and brings us solution and brings us a, a means of restoration, we all fail. So there's joy in forgiveness because it reminds me of the fact that we are frail people needing a Savior. This is the same way as when I look up and see a rainbow in the sky. It reminds me of the grace of God, that he will never judge this world again, that the judgment will fall and did fall on Jesus Christ on the cross. That's what that rainbow means, that God's judgment will not fall on the earth again. The next time it will fall on Christ. And so when I forgive someone else, it reminds me of that same act of God's grace that has been in my life, that has been in their life as well. The third thing that reminds me or brings joy in my life is that when I forgive someone, it keeps my body healthy. Now, what do you mean by my body? Well, I don't mean my physical body. I mean my body as the church, my fellowship with other Christians. You know, in that parable, when the one servant treated the other servant so harshly, there was a group of servants who were watching and who were greatly dismayed and discouraged by the fact that one person who'd been forgiven of so much would treat another person so roughly. When I forgive, it brings joy not just to me and not just to the person who has been forgiven, but it brings joy to the entire body of believers. A church that is healthy, a church that is full of joy, a church that is excited and passionate for Christ is a church full of people that forgive each other. And without that continual forgiveness of one another, it is like a poison that flows through the body. So we need to remember that the one of the greatest joys that we have is having a healthy body. And a healthy body is the mark of imperfect people who all fail, but forgive one another so that together, we can be one heart, one mind, one voice, lifting up praise to the Lord. You know, when the king or the master found out that that one individual had treated his other servant so harshly, he moved upon him and had him thrown into jail. And it says the torturers handed over to torturers. Why? Because they were to express to that individual the grievous nature of what he has done when he has received so much forgiveness in himself and failed to forgive his brother from his heart. When I forgive you, it frees me from torture. You say, what does that mean? There are many Christians, and maybe you are one of them, who are listening right now, whose life is marked by torture. You are constantly in anger, constantly in bitterness, constantly 
on the defense, constantly in an in an in an attitude of 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 anger and and there's just no joy in your life because you're angry. So forgiveness frees us from the torture that bitterness brings. God does not want you to be living like that. That is not the in any way a mark of a believer. There is no love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, meekness, gentleness, self-control in any of that. All the fruits of the Spirit have been removed. Fortunately, I know a lot of people who claim to be Christians. And the thing is, it's hard to even tell if they're genuine believers because their life is so tortured. They're so full of bitterness. They're so full of anger. They're so full of of the desire to hate that they no longer show any fruit. Well, there is joy in forgiveness because there's a restoration back to health again. You are freed from that torturous life. Only Expressing forgiveness to those who've offended you can produce that. And it doesn't mean just simply, oh, Lord, I forgive them. But it's going to them and asking for forgiveness. And that's hard. I know that. But unless we do that, we literally have caught ourselves in a net. We're bound to ropes and we do not express or find any joy in our spiritual life say to you today, ask the Lord, Lord, would you please give me the grace I need face the trials and the troubles so that I would be able to be freed from all of this pain that's in my past and be restored once again with joyful life in I'm Alan McQuarrie. We're going to continue next week on this podcast, encouraging you to live a life understanding that we stand. Thank you for being with us today on Standing Grace. I'm Alex Philippi, inviting you to join us for more teaching like this in person at Grace Community Church in Brockville, Ontario, and to join us online at standinggrace.com. Until next time.